Hey, let's rewatch listeners. Ash here. I've hijacked Brett's editing station to tell you about a special contest we're doing. Remember that Fallout 4 parody video we took forever to finish? Well, it's out now, and to celebrate its release, Laughstash TV is doing our biggest contest yet. We wanted to thank all of you for sticking with us by giving away some awesome Fallout loot, including a Fallout 4 Pip-Boy edition. To enter, all you have to do is sign up for our Laughstash TV newsletter to receive email updates so you never miss a video, podcast, or contest release again. So go to laughstash.tv to find out more and enter. That's L-A-U-G-H-S-T-A-S-H dot TV. Oh no, he's coming back. Just remember, the contest ends August 15th, and it's pronounced Sigourney. Get off my computer. Welcome to another episode of Let's Rewatch, the show where we watch movies we loved in our youth and see if they're actually still any good. I'm Nick. I'm Brett. I'm Sam. And I'm Ash. So this time we'll be watching Top Gun from 1986. Fuck those other guns. We only want the top one. The best of the best. Mm-hmm. And 1986, I want to keep that in mind as we watch this movie, because there's something about that year that bugs the shit out of me in this movie. Uh, Why? Talk about that. Two years before I was alive. Me too. Not specifically 86, but like this happens in the mid 80s. Okay. That's weird. I want to know. Yeah. All right. So we're going to play a little game I like to call Tony or Ridley. (laughs) Oh, no. Yes. So we very recently watched uh, the hit motion picture Alien. Which was the... You make it sound so, like, small-scale. The hit motion picture. Yeah. The, it was a film that some of the kids enjoyed. <laughs> and that was the second major motion picture from director Ridley Scott. Which would you say is the second major motion picture from director Tony Scott? Uh, oh, I actually know the answer to this question, but I can't remember it. Yeah? <laughs> His first movie was something called... The Hunger. The Actually, Hunger. that sounds familiar. Is that a vampire movie? Give me a multiple choice. I am not familiar with Tony Scott in a really? IMDb kind of way. Me neither. Sorry. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Is it the movie we're about to watch or is it not the movie we're about to watch? It's the movie we're about Ooh. to watch. So Top Gun was Tony Scott's second major motion picture. I knew I knew it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you nailed it. All right, so I'm going to try and make this easy for you. Uh, legend, Tony or Ridley? Ooh. Tony. Tony. Wait, no, Ridley. It's Ridley. Ash says Ridley. It, I say Ridley. I was sticking with Tony. I want to be the, the outsider. Well, you're wrong, Brett, and you should have known <laughs> that because we watched the movie in our podcast. What? But oh, I wanted to ago? forget. It was like two years ago, man. Last Boy Scout, Tony or Ridley? Ooh, Tony. Tony. Yeah. <laughs> so that's another one we just watched. Um, how about Man on Fire? Ooh. Tony. Ridley. Ridley. Ash says Tony. Uh, uh, I'm going to go Tony. Oh, it's Tony. Tony yeah. was Man on Fire. Uh, yeah. See, Tony's known some... for like those cop drama kind of things, right? Yeah. Like... I think Tony's probably a little more actiony. Yeah. And Ridley's a little bit more cerebral, maybe. Yeah. Okay. So what else do we got? Um, Spy Game. Did you guys see Spy Game? Tony. My mind Ridley. went instantly to Spy Kids. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's super good. It's way better Rodriguez. than Spy Kids. Um, I don't know this one. I'm going to go with Sam. Well, you guys are on because it's Tony. 
Yeah. yeah. I just said he's the action-y one, guys. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what um, movie. Let's see. I don't either, but the context of the name, you can tell it's an action <laughs> film. Uh, spy games? Guys are like, like mental shit. I don't know. They spy on people. Mind games. Ridley by Nick's logic. Or your See logic. that I was I was trying to hang you up. Yeah, it worked. What about G.I. Jane? Oh gosh. G.I. Jane? That one is Ridley. I'm gonna go Ridley. Yep, that was Ridley. You know I never yeah. saw G.I. Jane. Me neither. Both of these guys have some really good movies, like uh Crimson Tide. Oh. Remember Crimson Tide, the submarine <laughs> movie? Um Gene Hackman and uh um Denzel. Oh. Um, but you remember uh, True Romance? Yes. Yeah. I've never seen it. Really? Yeah. Written by Tarantino, directed yeah. by Ridley. Tony. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> that was like Tarantino's first film he wrote, right? I think so. And then I think that was enough attention for him to actually get to direct Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. I want to do one more. This, I think, is actually a good one Thelma and Louise. Oh. Ooh. Tony. Tony. <laughs> Tony, Tony, I, Tony. I think it might be Ridley, though. I think it might be Tony, though. I don't know. I'm sticking with Ridley. <laughs> Sam, you're going with Ridley? Yeah. You're going to win. It's Ridley. Oh. Whoa! Yay! Yeah. If I stick with Ridley enough, it will just be <laughs> Eventually, right. Eventually, it will come around. Yeah, so Tony has done a lot of movies. Um, but, of course, our big star here is Tom Cruise. So... Do you guys know one Tom Cruise movie that came before Top Gun? Uh, Timeline is messed uh, up. Legend. Legend. Legend, <laughs> Legend yes. was the movie immediately before Top Gun. Wow. When um, did... Really? Okay. Yeah, That's it, crazy. So he's young in this movie then. Yeah. Yeah. It was 85 for Legend, then this was 86. Wow. Now, All the Right Moves and Risky Business were both before this as well. Can we watch mm. Risky Business? Because I've never yeah. seen it. I've never, I've seen, never it seen it either. What? I mean, we've all seen the, the undies scene, but that's the only thing I think anybody's ever seen. <laughs> yeah, no, uh, no one's seen this movie, right? Oh, yeah. shoot. So yeah, he would have been 20 years old in this movie. Huh. Wow. Yeah, he's just a little guy. Except I mean, that he's he is like just a, a little guy. Wait, you said Cyborg. 20. 20 years old. Yeah, he was wow. born in... No, wow, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I was looking at the wrong thing. <laughs> There's something on IMDb that begins with, in 1976, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, because wasn't he, he he's older actually, than uh, what's-her-name in Legend, like, considerably? Yeah, he's like 45 in this movie. <laughs> he's not 45 <laughs> in this movie. He's a cyborg. Age is he's timeless to him. Probably like 25, 26. Would 20, 24. Okay. Yeah, okay. So I was way off there, but still fairly young. And then we've got a few others who you certainly would recognize. Tim Robbins is in this. Val Kilmer. Oh, yeah. Um, we just saw Tom Skerritt over on Ridley's team in Alien. He was Captain Dallas in Alien. Mm. Um, okay. And in this movie, he's like, well, he's like, I don't know what you call it in Navy pilots. It's like the captain of the group or whatever. See, your casting list there is weird for me because this is one of those things where uh, – I'm familiar with all of those people as separate careersmen, and it sounds like a like what are they all doing in a movie together kind of a list. Yeah, Anthony Edwards and Val Kilmer in a movie together. Yeah, that seems like, a little bit weird. Also, Careersmen is a great band name. <laughs> the careersmen. Yes, but an all girls band. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> You have any more DBs to IM at us? So yeah, this is I think a pretty big movie. Um, 
you know, it's got some years on it, but at the time this was, this was a major kind of movie event, I think. Um, and I think we've probably all seen this. I yes, thought yeah. Sam hadn't seen it. No, I've seen it. Oh, you have seen it? Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm the one who threw it down on the table. Yeah, I have not seen this. Yeah. What? Yeah. This is such it, a Brett movie. This is this is I a know. new is one it? for me. Wow. I don't know if I'd peg I, this exactly as a Brett movie. It's There's totally not a Brett enough movie. ridiculous like punching and stuff. From what I know about it, it sounds like a movie without a conflict. No, so I'm conflict. Oh, no, there's conflict. But yeah. like an action movie conflict. So I'm like oh. I'm I'm waiting for it because okay. I don't I don't know enough. I mean, I've heard I feel like I've heard, you know, a lot over the years and I've never heard what the thing is. So we'll, we'll see. So Sam, why did you want to watch this movie? Well, um I just well. happened to be in San Diego driving by the restaurant that they filmed the Top restaurant Gun at. scene. Yeah, I think it's where they do karaoke or something. They filmed all of Mm. the aircraft carrier scenes in that restaurant. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) all of it. They had miniatures. They're really good miniatures. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, Tom Cruise is very small, so, you know, he fits in the miniatures. Yeah, Yeah, they had to build miniature planes for this movie. (laughs) To make him look normal sized. I'm trying to remember if it was this movie or there's another movie where, like, the whole movie, they've spent the movie like hiding the fact that he's so short by putting him up on Apple boxes. But then at the end, you see him and the love interest standing in the same shot in a wide and they couldn't put him on an Apple box. And she's like a full two feet taller than him. It could oh, be this. It might be this one. Yeah, I have to say, like, I didn't even mention Kelly McGillis in, in like the cast of this movie because it really feels like she's an afterthought in this movie. Oh yeah! Like this is a movie about dudes, this, and this there is to like be a woman in there. That other movie we just watched, uh, Point Break, where it's very much a bromance kind of vibe. Yeah, yeah. Not not so much a love interest as uh, like a love acquaintance. Yeah. See, I remember the love interest being a big deal, but I haven't seen this since I was a little kid. Hmm. So. I don't know. I'm guessing I'm wrong. <laughs> Maybe she was a big deal to you because you're like the only female in the film. I know, probably. <laughs> yeah, I think it's it's that problem of like you get boys club type movies and then they shoehorn in this female character just because they gotta. Yeah. And I think it just really cheapens that that character. It's it's I just hate the idea of a love interest like, oh, this person is being cast as the love interest in mm. whatever movie. That means you didn't really have any interest in that character in the movie. You just had to stick her in there. Was Tom Cruise the love interest in Legend? Maybe. I think <laughs> I think that's Tim Curry. That's why, <laughs> that's true. Yes. As, as much as I hate the DC movies, it looks like they're doing kind of that with Chris Pine as the love interest in Wonder Woman. Hmm. You know, oh. actually flipping that whole thing. And that's a thing that I kind of like, you know, putting hmm. a male in the situation where women are always put into. Yeah. A, a dude a dude playing the token woman. Yeah. yeah. Like that episode of Star Trek. I, no, I'm lost. What's, there are what is, literally what is hundreds of episodes of Star Trek. <laughs> uh, Next Gen, where okay. they go to the planet where men are repressed instead of women. And oh, they're just yeah. like these sad little men that like follow the women around. Oh, get yeah. bossed around. And the women are like, we just keep them for sex. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's a I'm, cute... And handsome. And they paint that as a dystopia. Yeah, and Riker's like, this is fucked up. (laughs) I feel like Riker would be like, you guys can go ahead and go. I'm going to stay on this planet. 
I'm going to be like the second one star review for a podcast where I'm going to be like another Star Trek reference. How original. (laughs) That reminds me of an episode of Futurama. (laughs) So we're watching this movie purely because you were driving around San Diego. Yeah. Sanjay. Did you eat at the restaurant? No. Oh. We were down the street. But we're going back next weekend for our one year anniversary and we can make a point to eat there. And report back. Okay. We'll I do can't it. imagine it being great. <laughs> no, I can't either. But. Little known fact about this restaurant. Um, when not appearing in cinema or on television, Tom Cruise is kept in a glass box inside the restaurant. Ooh, I am excited now. Wow. It's just there. not a very big hey. box. A four foot tall box. <laughs> it's on the counter like a go-go dancer. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Just in his undies and a white button-up shirt. Dance just for me, Tom Cruise. Dance. Slides left and right down the counter. Yes. And when he's not there, he's at the Scientology building in L.A. There's always some asshole putting music on the jukebox. Dun, 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 dun. Yes. <laughs> it's just on constant loop. God. This place sounds horrible. So, Ash, what are you expecting from Top Gun? Um, I'm expecting that I'll like it. I actually... Watched the film for the first time probably four or five years ago. But despite that, I don't remember much. I just remember enjoying it, but enjoying it not in like, wow, this is an amazing piece of cinema in a like, wow, this is absolutely ridiculous. I can't believe this is a movie kind of way. (laughs) Yeah. Totally. So like, I think I'll enjoy it, but I remember it being like really ridiculous Mm. and like total... Total like hardcore bromance vibe. Are you sure you didn't see Hot Shots instead? No, I do love Hot Shots. Okay. I have more of a memory of Hot Shots <laughs> than I do of Top Gun. Wow. But uh, you know what's funny though is today I was shopping for costumes for our next uh, sketch we're shooting, and I was at this costume store, and I can't believe you said this movie was 1986. Yeah, there are still yeah Top Gun costumes for sale in yeah. a. a 2017 costume shop i was like blown away and like multiple like adult you know jumpsuits and jumpsuits for the kids and i was just like wow and like the aviators and everything and it was i was like who still dresses up like tom cruise from top gun for halloween every Mm. year they all say Maverick and Goose on them. Probably. I didn't look that close. I mean, it was a pretty sweet jumpsuit. And if it wasn't $60, <laughs> I would have bought it. But a sweet jumpsuit. It was pretty sweet. Yeah. I, I This movie is kind of a weird one to classify. Like, it's a good movie. But it's like, it's not like Die Hard and Alien and Princess Bride, like great movies. But it feels like it's got the respect of those movies. Yeah. And the recognition of those movies. I do like it, but I don't know. I've got, I I can't even describe the feeling I have towards it. It's like, yeah. So I would honestly put Die Hard a little on the level of like, I know you'd fight me on this. Yeah, I understand how wrong you can be. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. But like Die Hard's a little like, a little like silly too. I mean, like it's, it's like. Not, I feel like not a hundred percent taking itself seriously. Like it's like a oh, Christmas. Yeah. That's a good thing, you know. And I feel like that's kind of this movie. This movie Top Gun too. might make it might take itself a little too seriously. Maybe, yeah. yeah. I I remember that could be the case from my memory. It seems like that would be true. 
The other thing I specifically remember is that the sex scene is like absolutely ridiculous too. Okay. I don't remember that there was a sex scene. Probably because my mom and I watched it on TV and it was probably edited out. Was it silhouetted by a sunset? It seems like the sort of thing that would be in this movie. I feel like they were silhouetted, but it wasn't a sunset. It was very much like the 80s, like blue. Somebody lit the background blue, like on purpose, even though the lighting in real life would never be blue, you know? So what are you expecting, Sam? Um, total 80s uh, awesomeness and Tom Cruise being like a total bro. And lots of cool flying stuff. Okay. Lots of Kenny Loggins. Yeah, totally. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. I was just going to say the missed opportunity at the beginning of the episode. You should have said pop quiz hot shot before you did your Tony versus Tony. And I could say that if we were doing speed for the podcast. Is that where it's from? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Weird. I thought it was pop this one. Pop quiz hot shot. What movie do they say pop quiz hot shot in? I thought it was this this one. one. What is the saying in this one? Um, Like a catchphrase? Yeah. I don't know. I I don't know if it's a catchphrase, but you can be my wingman anytime. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. But it's not so much Who says that line? No, we're not telling you. Okay. Because I was having a conversation the other day, and it's been an ongoing thing, and it was like kind of the first real good crack into it. We got a couple of answers, but I feel like Tom Cruise might be the least quotable actor. Mm. Hmm. Like <laughs> we're all trying movies? to think of Tom Cruise quotes. Yeah. yeah. Think of how many <clears throat> movies he's in and how few of them you can quote. I came up with the only quote. What was it? We had, we had two. My mom came up with the second one. It was, show me the money. Oh, oh God. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. And you complete yeah. me. And you, yeah. Yeah. You complete, what is that from? What? Jerry Maguire. Oh. <sighs> I don't, I've my never... <laughs> I've never heard anybody quote that movie with that line. Seriously? Yeah. You complete me? You haven't heard that? No. That's a pretty big one. That is like, that is actually that's pretty pretty interesting because that's like the only movie, oh. the only quote I hear from that movie. And and Is you, it show me the money from that movie? Yeah. And also oh, yeah, you had me at hello. So is that is it just that one movie He's that he not says things? Responsible for that line? Yeah. Right, but it's from that movie. Not like originally. Oh, of course it's from that's where it's known from. I think that's like a classic nineteen thirties line from a movie twitter poll twitter poll twitter yeah poll. tell us twitter i i've always felt like it came directly from that okay. all right well while ash is researching brett i need your expectations you're the one who hasn't seen it which is weird i haven't seen it uh but you know we live in a spoiler filled society and and that's really the only thing i know about this movie is like there's planes and some kind of like foie gras ending and what? What is a foie just, gras ending? Yeah, yeah. Tell me. <laughs> yeah. You just like you're you're immobile your whole life, and then are just slaughtered. Like, is that when what? you like grind up Anthony Edwards and stick him inside Tom Cruise? <laughs> it's just you know. There's anyway. I don't. It's just there's planes, and Tom Cruise has sunglasses on. And, and oh, foie gras. I understand. What the fuck are you talking about? Somewhere, somewhere his name in this. Goose. His name's Goose. The guy's uh, okay. name is Goose. Okay. I have I have to translate Brett speak for you. <laughs> right. uh, but like I don't know, Tom Cruise, sunglasses, airplanes, and uh, somehow there's a plot in there. Um, so you're what you're expecting. You're expecting things. There are I'm things. expecting there's airplanes. There's sunglasses. I'm kind of expecting 
Fast and Furious with planes. Ooh, no, it's not going to be that good, but that's a good idea. You like, said it's not as good as Fast and Furious. No, I said it's not going to... It's not going to be as good as Fast and Furious with planes. Yes, exactly. It, it's not going to be that type of movie. Are you okay. saying that... that uh, Boom, Casablanca. <laughs> you had me at hello? It's yes, Casablanca. it's from Casablanca. But everybody remembers it from Jerry Maguire. But it's not. Yeah. He, they he didn't originally come up. Interesting. Yeah. Casablanca has that one other quotable line, which is, "It's uh, look here's looking at you, kid." Okay. Oh wait, I could be wrong. Hold on, I'll keep reading. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah it's it seems questionable. <laughs> it might be Jerry Maguire. I was anyway, wondering if you'd I, say this is the start of a beautiful friendship. I'll say Casablanca. Nope. Deep. Too deep. Too deep for me. Okay. But yeah, I want Fast and Furious with planes. If I don't get Fast and Furious with planes, I might be a little disappointed, but I hope that they can make up for it in another way. <laughs> I'm, I'm anxious to see what that other way is. I feel like your expectations are too high. Yeah. <laughs> do, do, is there a ribbon to be tied around this Casablanca thing? or I, I think you might actually be right. I think I was <laughs> looking at something else there's like a similar line in casablanca but it's not like exactly identical right on so we are gonna watch top gun um i don't know what service did we get your expectations yeah i don't think we yeah did. nick yeah I, I think i said my expectations like how it's a good movie but it's like oh, it's yeah. hard to classify it's yeah. different from other good movies but what do you think you're gonna like i think i'm still gonna like it i just I guess I'm nervous. I don't want to go out on the record of saying this is a great movie because it's not like a perfect, awesome movie. It's it's not Alien. It's not Princess <laughs> Bride, but it's got it's got plenty to love. We should and, like once a year do the movie. Well, I guess we just did yours. Yeah. I was gonna say we should like once a year or whatever do the movie that we all think is the perfect movie. Oh, for our <laughs> April Fools! Episode. There you go. <laughs> So we'll so, be watching Princess Bride and Back to the Future <laughs> and Jurassic Park. I have one one question about this movie that I actually I, I'm curious to find out if it happens or not. Um, um, we're not going to spoil the movie for you. Well, you're well, about no, to I, watch it. Is this a movie where there's a very blatant like, no, I am the Top Gun, or like <laughs> <laughs> where they say the no. title of the movie in the movie? I don't yeah, think so. I'm going to be looking out for it. No. So you're some sort of astronauts on some sort of Star Trek. <laughs> yeah, they they do say the phrase Top Gun. Top Gun is a thing. What are you, some kind of Top Gun? But it's not in the tone of voice you're saying. Which gun do you want? It's what she screams out in the sex scene. I will say, and this is not so much a prediction because we have no way of confirming it, but I, I will say that a young Michael Bay got a little excited watching this movie. Oh, yes, totally. Yeah. You can oh. see his... And think he's said that before, hasn't he? He he may have. Exactly totally. that. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. He he, he must admit Michael to it. Bay. Yeah, he he had an awakening watching this movie. This <laughs> this is what life is about. <laughs> so we're gonna watch Top Gun. Uh, did anybody check if it's on streaming services? Holy shit! Though, if you think no. about it, Transformers is like Top Gun slash Fast and the Furious. If you like, made them robots. I want to. I want to keep this streak going. How many movies in, in a row can be like Fast and the Furious? <laughs> We're gonna find out. Well, I mean, it's there like was, Fast and Furious meets Top Gun. There was legitimately the movie that was Fast and the Furious before Fast and the Furious, and that was Gone in sixty seconds. 
that nobody oh, remembers. Yeah. Even oh, though it was because, phenomenal. Well, I think that's it was because the, it was uh, was his face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What is uh, Nicholas Cage? Yeah, and the and the oh. best review it, it it has the best movie review I've ever read, and I don't remember who did it, but it was the one that got circulated the most, which was "Gone in sixty seconds." I wish I was. <laughs> I remember that. <laughs> I feel like the remake of "Gone in sixty seconds," and then the remake of "Italian Job." And <gasps> Fast and Furious all came out at like the same time. Did I feel they? like I, I'm not claiming that. I'm saying I feel oh, like, like there was a moment. Over... It was almost like an Armageddon Deep Impact. Situation. I'll back that up. It was like Where three those years. Three hit at the same time. Yeah, it was and an era. Fast and Furious just kind of became the the winner in that situation. It, it was faster and more furious because they just kept cranking them out. But I mean, they tried to crank out more Italian jobs, and it didn't. Yeah. That sounds like a sex thing. <laughs> Crank me out an Italian job. Was there another oh, Gone in sixty seconds? Uh, no, I don't think so. It was just the original, the remake, and done. Yeah, I guess so. I didn't know it was a remake. I and mean, I don't like remember sixties, right? Yeah, I mean, it was I'm go- not gone in twenty two and a half seconds, but it went up with inflation. I'm <laughs> not going to make this claim, but it was like a Steve McQueen era sort of. Hmm. Maybe. So, Brett, uh, Top Gun is where? It is on Google. Google Play. Okay. But oh. not on Netflix and Hulu. We'll be watching it on I Google just stopped Play looking or... on Netflix. Guys, you know what just got added to Netflix? Gay. Blank check. Oh, shit. Oh Blank God. check. We're not going to watch that. We're going to watch Top Gun. So you <sighs> might Sam want to. tell you everybody at Stupid Buddy was like, Blank check. Oh, my God. Yeah. People like this movie, guys. One of my coworkers grew up with the actor that played the kid. <laughs> What? Oh my god, oh. really? Yeah. Wow. I, c- I can tell you that we will watch Blank Check and it will be a horrible, horrible film. I don't need to re-see it to know that. But that doesn't mean it won't be a great podcast. Sometimes you just know. <laughs> yeah. Top Gun, not on Netflix. No surprise. Yes. All right, so we're going to watch Top Gun, so you might want to pause the podcast, check out the movie, and <laughs> join us when you're done. You never close your eyes anymore when I kiss your lips There's no tenderness like before in your fingertips You're trying hard not to show it But baby Baby I know You've lost that funnier with the delay that was awkward (laughs) (laughs) that's gonna be interesting to edit we'll fix it in post yeah so we just watched the u.s navy recruitment video titled top gun (laughs) hell yeah i'm scared of heights and i'm ready to join i thought this was historical footage we were watching i think it was legitimately like shot in cooperation with the u.s navy like there was a lot of clearly a lot of real stuff there like you know? planes like real and planes uniforms? and aircraft carriers like that <laughs> that had to have been like an extensive cooperation although although it did sort of feel like they had some uh 
there were some really well choreographed airplane shots and then a bunch of like just random airplane B real stuff. It was like, this is B team. No one was there for this. And they crafted a fight narrative around the footage they got. Right? Like, during the movie, I was like, Michael Bay saw this, and he was like, I don't know what's going on, but I like it. <laughs> More noises. Whoosh. Whoosh. More of the email sent noise. <laughs> so, if you were to, like, sit down and make a list of the, the qualifications for somebody to go to Top Gun training school... Tom Cruise's character does not have any of those qualifications. He's the worst. <laughs> he doesn't follow orders consistently. Yep. Yeah. He endangers other pilots. Yeah. Consistently. Consistently. Yep. yep. He's always got that goddamn smirk on his face. Yeah. Yeah. I, I found myself thinking, I want a movie with Tom Cruise and Julia Roberts just smiling at each other for two hours. <laughs> oh, genius. <laughs> That's that's a movie. Did you guys notice how few lines Tom Cruise had in this movie? <laughs> He's just a smiler. Yeah. Just mo- uh, most scenes, it was like someone asked him did, a question, and then he'd smile and just go. Did you notice how they would do over the shoulders, and they would like point <laughs> the camera up at him to make him look taller, and point the camera down uh, at her? But then in the wide shots, you could clearly see that she was like at least a good five inches taller. That might have been his number one qualification for being a fighter pilot is he's a teeny tiny man. Yeah, he fits he in any f- plane. fit in it. Yeah. Yeah. And then in the end, they par- partner him with Tim Robbins, <laughs> who's like giant. And I looked it up. Tim Robbins is the maximum height possible for an F-14 pilot. Oh, I thought you were uh, going to say for a human. <laughs> for human now. <laughs> no, but like you cannot be any taller than Tim Robbins and fit in that cockpit. So, so what is the and official was, height then? Uh, what did I find? It's... You have to be between five feet and six five. Yes, I could be a wow. fighter pilot. So that's like that huh? dude is six Barely. five. That that height yeah. range so Tim is Robbins basically is everyone. Anyone can be wow. a, a fighter pilot according to that chart. But really tall people can't do it. Wait, how tall is Tom Cruise? Five seven. Oh, he's not what? under five feet. Huh? He's five seven. He's the same that's height what the as the internet Brett. told me. I am Tom Cruise. You're all shorter than Tim Robbins. Oh, I was I was waiting for that shot, and it was just like one brief shot at the end where like yeah. Tim Robbins is towering over Tom Cruise in the crowd. And I thought Tim Robbins was in this movie a lot more. Yeah. like he's almost not at all. Like you only see his face uncovered there at the end. I like at the end where they have like the the like totally cheesy like credits with like here's a shot of this person in their title who played them. There's like half these these fighter pilots that i'm like who the fuck is that yeah. who was that was that person in the film i don't remember them speaking like of that-, that person in the film nick you left out the fact that fucking meg ryan was in this movie i, I know. forgot about meg ryan i forgot about michael ironside there's some good people in here that i yeah. forgot yeah. actually when meg ryan rolled up i was like oh my god i forgot oh, yeah yeah <laughs> also like it really made me miss Meg Ryan. Like I know. she's not doing anything. Where anymore. you at, Meg? Where Give you us a call. at? Okay. America's sweetheart. So you might think that Meg Ryan's not doing anything. Uh but I came up with my own podcast game during that, uh, which was name something that Val Kilmer's been in in the past two decades. Oh McGruber. Nothing. Oh. 
Never mind. Wait, what? <laughs> he was the bad guy in MacGruber. Jesus, What's Nick. <laughs> and uh, what, what about Heat? When was Heat? He's fantastic in that. I want to say that was like earlier. 2002? Yeah, that was not. Or what? 2002? That's a guess. That's still 15 wow. years ago. Holy crap. Yeah. I didn't think anyone would say anything. Sorry. Nick beat your game. <laughs> you killed it. No hesitation. <laughs> Just... Well, see, there actually was one that I thought you would guess, uh, which was um, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. I guess he was in that. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Heat was 95. Yeah. Okay. 95? No, Heat was in 1995. <laughs> oh, sorry. No, Val Kilmer like, is not what? 95 years old. No, there was we like need to stop. 75 you, entries of stuff that he's done in the past two decades and the only one i recognized was was kiss kiss bang bang what's really weird look at val kilmer like the volleyball scene and his body in this movie and then watch mcgruber that guy's let himself go oh yeah well maybe it was for the movie nick no the the character mcgruber was not defined by dad bod maybe you can only dope for so long Right, oh. like it's only for twenty-four or five-year-olds. But can we talk about the ridiculous volleyball scene that didn't even need to be in the movie, please? Uh, it needed to be in the movie. Thank you very much. Oh my god, Tom Cruise and his mom jeans, so bad. Yeah, full-on jeans. Yeah, that that shot of Slider just like flexing. Yes. <laughs> Yes, yeah. like why? Why? And he Did leaves he the like- volleyball game to be like, I need a shower and like some ointment. I was chafing really hard in these jeans. <laughs> <laughs> There's that scene where he's like about to leave after hanging out with her and he's like, I'm going to go take a shower. And I thought he meant he was going to go take a shower in her house. I know. He- <laughs> yeah. I was really That's confused. a power move though. Well, yeah, like like to just be yeah. like, I'm going to go take a shower. You can join me if you want, I guess. Super like creepy. A, have you heard of this maneuver called the naked man? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wasn't that Seinfeld? Seinfeld. I don't no, know where that was, was from. It was How I Met Your Mother. Oh, you're oh, right. Oh, yeah, yes. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Now I remember. Yeah. yeah. It's kind of the naked man. And then, and then have- immediately in the next scene, they did a callback to it. And I was like, did they cut a long scene in between that this was supposed to be funny later? (laughs) And then after that, I couldn't help but noticing that everyone in the film from that point on just constantly looks like they need a shower. So sweaty. They were so gross. I guess I could buy that once they're on the aircraft carrier, it's really hot. I guess so. But 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 like... like, uh, I don't, There's I've, like scenes where they're not, though. Yeah, I've never been on an aircraft carrier, but like I feel like if I was designing a thing where there's electronics everywhere, that I would not want to have people sweating all over the electronics <laughs> nonstop 24-7. I, there's got to be AC like, in the control room. Or have like you seen maybe any submarine smoking? movie? Like, that's sub the marine. It's under it. They were on top. They're the marine. I've they're never, a super marine. I've never heard anyone say it that way. It makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Actually, there's a good possibility that that briefing room is submarine. Oh. oh. Like a ship oh. of that size displaces a lot of water. Yeah. What do you think of that? I don't know. <laughs> they were in that Probably engine tower. rooms down there. Can so, I tell you guys my favorite line? Okay. My favorite line was, I want some butts. Yes, me too. I want yeah. some butts. <laughs> I want some butts. <laughs> What about your ego is writing checks your body can't cast? Uh, That's a good line. Yeah, none of Uh, of the quotable lines are from Tom Cruise, though. No. (laughs) No. Well, 
I feel the need for speed. Oh, uh, no. yeah. yeah. But it's lame. You can't quote that. Like, when are you going to oh, say yeah. that in life and have someone not just tell you to shut up? Well, you've got to be a <laughs> high testosterone, high test, high testosterone bro guy. Yeah. Though I, I would really like, I would really like the people in. Uh, those other racing movies to say that though. Now I'm going to be disappointed that they don't. Yeah. In the fast and the I mean, didn't furious. they make a Need for Speed movie? Yes, with Jesse from Breaking Bad. Yes, that's right. I wonder if I. I and it's unknowable information, but I wonder <laughs> if they said that line in the movie. Yeah, it's too bad those film canisters were lost. Yeah, I was yeah. waiting for the Top Gun moment, and oh my god, they just never stopped. Every yeah. single scene, Top Gun, Top Gun. Are you the Top Gun? Do you want to be the Top Gun? <laughs> like, and then at the beginning so, of the movie, they put the words on the screen, and it was like Top Gun yeah. is the nickname for the school that they they. And then they have fucking hats that say Top Gun. That's not a nickname. That's official. <laughs> so that that takes me into. What is this movie about? Like, uh, I think that's why, Brett, you said in the beginning that you'd heard yes. that it doesn't have a conflict. There's no conflict in yeah. this movie. It, it, I mean, there is, about is a conflict, but it's an internal conflict. Well, the conflict is when Goose dies. Yeah. Pass. No. And, hard, and is hard he going to walk away from no. the school? I, I think the conflict is his internal conflict about you know, his father and who he is and, and, and is he going to walk away and... because of goose dying? Yeah. Did well, he make goose a was like the climax, but it wasn't completely like about goose. Like it was about his father and him feeling like he needed to live up to this thing and prove himself. Okay. In my opinion, like well, goose was like the last straw, but it's, you know, that's, they bring up his father throughout the whole film. And then, his turning point of changing his mind is when he goes and talks to Viper about it. And Viper tells him like, no, yeah, your dad was a good guy. I, I, I feel like he was really sure of himself until Goose died. And then he mm-hmm. wasn't sure. Like he thought he could live up to his father. He was better than his father. Everybody told him he wasn't. And he believed he was. That's why he did all these crazy stunts. And then when Goose died, he questioned all of that. And he was like, was yeah. I the one responsible you know, did I do something wrong? And he kind of projected that on his father. So, like, when he found out mm-hmm. that his father didn't do anything wrong, he kind of absolved himself. <laughs> he said, oh, no, it's yeah. genetic. Like, <laughs> but I guess my point is this is a movie about a flight training school. Yeah. And and it's built up as, like, the super badass movie about F-14s, but it's just a movie about flight training school. And watching it this time around, that's not interesting at all. Well, the other thing that's funny is like they're trying to build up like Iceman and Maverick as like the hot shot best flyers. And it's like, no, the best flyers in this film is Viper and the other dude. Like they yeah. are like way Justin. better than them. Well, they're the instructors. Right. They're just the older generation trying to train the young guys. Right. But it's just like it's kind of funny watching this film and seeing these guys like with such inflated ego when it's like, you're really not as good as you think you are. These you know, other dudes are like way better. I recently met a, a fighter pilot. Oh, I'm sure they have. And that dude ego. was fucking exactly like this movie. Oh, I'm pop. Yeah. <laughs> and I don't... He, he got old real quick. I imagine you kind of have to be, though. Right. Oh, yeah. Like that's the personality type yeah. that works with that. And I was I was hanging out with a female friend when we met this guy. 
and she was so turned off by the whole deal. Like oh. she didn't want to have anything to do with this guy. Oh, I bet. I kept thinking the whole time when he like sang that song, like any anything he did, like going into the women's bathroom, that super was so not okay. Creepy. So, so creepy. creepy. But I think it's legitimately what those people do. Oh, Probably. Yeah. I believe it. I think uh the- is it is it an air base that's over here? Uh, Port Wainimi, yeah. Oh. Or Magoo. It's also One of those two is an airbase. But like, uh, I think we were we were at a bar once and these guys came in from the base here and uh, I, I, I don't know if they were pilots or not, but like came up to our table, even though we were at a table with friends and tried to like buddy up with us so that they could sit with us. And then once we were like, okay, sure, they like called over all their friends <laughs> and like oh, basically no. took over our table. And it was oh, they like, they Trojan your horsed yeah. your table. They did. It was awful. Oh, no. So, yeah, ultimately, this is a movie about a flight training school. And so here's the thing that bothers me about this movie being in 1986. There is no armed conflict happening in 1986. Uh, that, uh, what the hell was happening at the end of that I movie? I had so many questions. Who were they? Why did they just shoot them? Like, why I mean, was it American space? I think like, we have to assume they're Russians. Okay, but I I pose this factoid that really happened to you. Wasn't there like a plane that, was it Russia or some sort of country just like a few years ago? Like they shot down... A plane because it was in their airspace. And it's really big fucking news. Yeah. Yeah. And and I guess at the end of the movie, the principal from Back to the Future comes and says, (laughs) you know, you're on the front page of every newspaper. Mm -hmm. But I don't know. It just always made me kind of uncomfortable that it just seemed implausible that there was an open conflict with the Russians. Yeah. In 1986. That seems like it would have been a much bigger deal. Totally. And they didn't really set that story up well either. Yeah. Like we saw... They they wanted to say, this is what you trained for. Yeah. They just needed an excuse to say that line. And like we had the MiG in the beginning, but like nothing really came of it. They didn't really give us any answers or they didn't even tell us what we were supposed to ask of the situation. Yes. I really like the, the whole MiG in the beginning because it's like there was no you know, live weapons. Yeah. It was, we're the only people to have ever seen them this close. That stuff worked. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then they just felt the need to have a conflict at the end or they didn't have a movie. But I mean, there wasn't an open conflict when that happened a couple of years ago, right? I don't remember the incident you're talking about. Like I, I'm, I kind of vaguely remember something about that, but there's a difference between shooting one plane down and right. like open conflict between like five planes on each side. Yeah. In this final scene of the movie where where we're fighting people in in MIGs, whatever, you know, we're the bad guys because they told us at the beginning of the scene it was in the Indian Ocean. That's not even on our half of the planet. I don't well, think it's they that said, simple. They said that uh, the U.S. has presence in a lot of areas. Yeah, but we're just going to fly over there and shoot down the Russians for flying in not our <laughs> airspace. Well, they were rescuing a ship. They said a ship had, uh, like a, it was either an aircraft carrier or something, had lost its engines and had drifted into enemy territory. And it was a rescue mission, even though we never saw the ship. Or anything yeah. about it, it was, but they briefly explained that in the beginning. Yeah, it was a re- it was a rescue mission with only fighter jets. 
Where? Yeah, there's yeah. no tugboat with them. Well, they were no, they were just supposed to be the air support. There was a there was a rescue mission like on the ocean. I sense a government cover huh. up. I feel like we were the bad guys here. Oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, After I'm not. that lengthy exposition scene with the principal in, the, in beginning, the beginning, compared to at the end where it's like, you know, there's a rescue mission. Get your airplanes and go. Shoot like, anything that really... moves. Yeah, they didn't yeah. make yeah. it a big story point. Like, I didn't realize that was in there at all. So good on you for hearing that. But <laughs> Well, there's a lot of stuff like that. Like if I just feel like if you don't understand what backwash is, how could you possibly understood understand oh, what wash. happened? Yeah, in the in that scene. Well, I was going to say there's two important points there, and and one for one of them, I want to do an exercise now. How did Goose die? Uh, he hit the suicide. No, he hit the, <laughs> he hit the top of the airplane when he ejected. Right, he, he hit the canopy ejecting, he, but he took what, his what, own breath away. What what led to that incident? Oh, the um, literally a fucking nothing accident. No, the um, engines went out because of some weird airflow thing. They ice it. man killed goose. Put him into an unrecoverable. He- Interesting, Brett. Yes. Ash? Yes. <laughs> Go ahead. Yeah. Ice man killed. Goose. I totally totally agree because he he bailed out without warning them and like they hit his jet wash. And totally, but that that's that's one thing. Are you trying to say like there's a different thing, or is that the no? Thing? I'm trying to say one. I, I there are, there are technical elements of aviation in this movie mm-hmm. that are not clearly explained. Right. Second, and I want to talk more about that point. But second, Maverick blames himself hardcore for Goose dying, and Ash, you were pointing this out. Yeah. Iceman was responsible for that incident. But yeah. And I don't understand why. I think you that can walk it thing. back a little further because Maverick was tailgating and screaming at Iceman, get the fuck out of there. And so when he did, that caused the accident. Yeah, but there's a way. He was putting I, that I, pressure on Iceman. I mean, I don't know. I don't know all the technicalities, but there's a way for him to move out of the way without. Uh, causing so much jet wash Wait, so at, at that speed i don't know like it's like we don't really know what jet wash yeah. sam is that what you're asking yeah so jet wash is the really you know how a jet engine <laughs> no <laughs> jet wash is when you have that jet engine on it's propelling a lot of air that's coming out of the engines out the and that is jet wash. Yeah. And it's going at like multiple miles an hour. And like, so like at least four, like <laughs> very <laughs> really, is it all like- at least four miles an hour? It's Probably a little that. bit more. <laughs> it's more than that. I'm fucking with you. No. Yes. Uh, anyway, it's, <laughs> it's dangerous to like stand behind uh, you know, like if if a jet was taking off, you shouldn't stand behind it yep. within several hundred feet because it would knock you on your ass. It's why, like when they fly by the built the um, lookout, like the whole thing shakes. It's because so, it's got that powerful thrust. So why? So did what happened? Kill goose. So he Iceman went up really quickly, which caused you know a large amount of jet wash because he accelerated fast. And then they flew into his jet wash, which is just air, which is why you didn't see it. 
And because they flew into it, it caused them to go into a spin. So uh-huh. think of it much like you're driving a car and you go Hydroplane. over like a patch of ice or something. I got on the one side. I got a totally different idea of it. I thought they went. Mm. I thought the jet wash thing was like it caused an air vacuum and that turned their engine off. Yeah, that's what I kind of thought. Something, but it's unclear. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, either way, they flew into yeah, it totally. and it caused the 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 spiraling. You know, like technically, you might be right, but that's just you know, I don't know the less technical way of saying it. I guess. But the thing is, to go back to the start of the the question was. They had the courtroom scene afterwards, and they were like, Mm -hmm. technical jibba-jabba, and then they were like, there is no way that you could have known what was going to happen there. You are not guilty. And like that was the audience. He said it was unrecoverable. They they also said he had no way of of, uh, like predicting that that was going to happen or something. He said said because it was air, there was no way Goose could have seen... It coming, yeah. the jet wash, and so therefore, totes an accident. Couldn't have predicted it, but like, it totally seems like it's Iceman's fault. And in my opinion, the logical next step in this movie would have been Tom Cruise punching Val Coomer in the face, or at least a judicial review for Iceman as yeah. well. And there's like nothing, and I just the yeah. rest of the film, I'm like, why isn't he punching this dude in the face? <laughs> yeah, kind of bothered me. Yeah. No. So, no one else. Uh, other elements that that required a, a Wikipedia search. The person oh, in the back yeah. is the radar intercept officer. Oh. The I, whole time we're watching the movie, we're like, "What? What's that other person?" So, and and Ash was saying, "I guess he's just the lookout." And yeah. He kind of is like being a, a radar officer. Um, we're like trying to count how many shots they have, and so the F fourteen has four missiles. It was tested mm. for six, but it only ever flew with four, which I think did add up because Tom Cruise killed two and yeah. missed one or he killed three and missed one. Yeah, there was a point where he's like, I only have one left. And then the other thing they don't explain is the swept wings. So the wings move position. Mm-hmm. So when they're in the back position, that's when the plane can go supersonic. Yes. Oh. So it can go up to Mach 2.4. And then when they are actually in combat, the wings can sweep back into the normal position. Your plane might get busted if it doesn't have swept wings and you're trying to go that fast. Oh, is that the whole conversation they were having? It was like that's what made it possible for them to move at that speed. Sweep the wing. Interesting, valuable, technical information that should have been in the movie. Yeah. Especially what the the radar officer is. Yeah, I'm still kind of confused on that. So wasn't Goose in the front of the the plane? No, no, no. Maverick's in the front. He's the pilot. Yeah. Goose is in the back, facing backwards. Yeah, he has his back to Maverick. Oh, okay. Oh, he so has they're a, back to back. They're back to back? Yes. Yeah. I could have sworn there's scenes where they're like facing. Okay. There, there's scenes where they turn around to talk to each other, but they're back to back. Okay. Because I kind of had this like, it, <sighs> there's two people on the plane. If the guy in the driver's seat passes out. That's why he couldn't take over because he's right, facing the, the wrong direction. That's Which they should have explained in the movie. Totally. But, you know, they have better things to do. Like I usually have a problem with unnecessary information or 
incorrect information a la battleshipping. Uh, but yeah, this is one of the first times I, I'm just like, there was not enough information in this movie for me to have yeah. an opinion about a lot of the the stuff yeah. that happened. I mean, the fact that we we don't even know like which direction they were sitting in is like <laughs> I just, or or what those the fight job. scenes were so long. Yeah, yeah. We spent so yeah, long you, looking at them. How do we not know which direction they were facing? <laughs> I don't know. And you gotta tell us what what the other guy's job is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. God. And they really seem like they're spending a lot of time like moving around in the seat and looking around in all different directions. Yeah. There's got to be a better way. That can't be how you fly a plane like that. No. So like turning all the way around and looking over your shoulder. If if they weren't sitting back to back, then why couldn't that one do take over flying? That's what I'm saying. I'm pretty sure there's understand. a fucking stick in the back seat. Yeah. I don't I don't think there is though. I think they battleshipped us and made a Hollywood moment out of one guy freaking out and the other one being like, Oh, I guess I'm dying now. <laughs> but it isn't like I feel like I've seen that in other films though, where the guy in the back like takes over. Am I just thinking D- of different like, aircrafts? Oh. So then why do yeah, those radar guys get to go to Top Gun school? Like, yeah, f- fuck that's them. the <laughs> that's right what I was really wondering about. Yeah, because they just have they they appear to be on some buddy system, and it's like you're stuck with the pilot you've got. Yeah. And I guess well, I mean that All does right. explain why Cougars number two didn't get to go to Top Gun. Yeah, I thought that was super fucked yeah. up. I was like, they were number one, and now that guy's out. I'm like, yeah, but what about his other guy? He was in there. Yeah. He was fine. He's not really a pilot, apparently, so you don't so get to go. So NFOs are not pilots per se, but they may perform many co-pilot functions depending on the type of aircraft. Hmm. So uh, that suggests that some of these aircrafts just, they have no control. So this is a dude who, like agrees to get into this flying death trap and like i just that's that would be a hard sell for me that's the thing there is only one necessary co-pilot function pilot no (laughs) not not if he's a targeting uh spotter radar officer they only need to do that in combat what about the rest of the time well i guess to practice he needs to be he needs to be able to fucking save the day (laughs) I don't. I don't know if your problem now is with the movie or with Grumman Aircraft Manufacturing. <laughs> they made a whole big deal about like, oh, it's a it's a forty million dollar gamble. Blah, blah. Yeah, it's a forty million dollar gamble not to put a fucking second stick in the plane. Somebody's got so, anger. I have a question though, because like there there was the scene where they eject and Goose dies, but apparently Tom Cruise couldn't eject by himself. Because he was, like, shouting at Goose to, like, do it? The airplane was in a spin. And at that spin, the G-forces are just just, just crushing you. Yeah, if you're... If you're so f- he was in a position where he couldn't get his arms up. Oh, to, okay. He was farther Grab to it. the outside of the spin. I could see that be at least making sense. Like, he's got more Gs than, than Goose. Well, technically, he has one more G. I thought you were going to make a pun about how Goose could just fly away. <laughs> Goose knocked the overhead shielding to safety so that Maverick could escape. Oh my god. Maybe maybe there was like two schools. There was the Top Gun school for the pilots and then there was Top Mustache school. 
Oh, right. Oh. Like Jester was the teacher at Top Mustache School. Yeah. And Goose was the like going for the Top Mustache prize. Well, I kept trying to remember what my because my dad actually he was a jet engine mechanic in the military. Cool. And so Can you ask him what the second seat is in I'll, an F fourteen, please. Will ask him. <laughs> uh, but uh, he, I remember he used to tell me that um, that like long hair and facial hair were not allowed. And and if you notice, no one else in the movie has facial hair. And so I'm wondering if this actor was just like, no, dog, I'm not shaving it. Because I you think... noticed two people had awesome facial hair. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, Viper. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Viper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jester was Ironsides. Oh. Yeah. Viper and Goose, they were like. Yeah, rocking the those awesome those stashes are very eighties. They were very mm-hmm. in at that time. So oh, they're they're very seventies yeah. too. Meg Ryan was getting some mustache rides. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh, <laughs> just oh. Okay, good night, everyone. It's <laughs> <laughs> been our show. Anyway, but to to finish my dad's story, he would tell me that he would because uh, he re- he was totally like a long hair shaggy dude in the 70s and he he liked to keep his hair up in his hat so that they didn't know that he had long hair and he would like shave the bottom of it so it looked like he had short hair but he actually had he never had inspections so he had like the punkest mullet i guess i don't know and but he like kept i think i think he kept his mustache even though they like said he couldn't have it but he did it he, my dad really didn't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, but there's different regulations for deck crew and pilots. Yeah, but you weren't supposed to have facial hair or long like hair. Nobody. No. And for deck crew, it was a safety because get that work- mustache stuck in the jet wash. Well, the long hair, yeah. <laughs> so was their kissing super weird? Oh my oh, god, that yeah. was the so grossest. <laughs> I mean, the I told you right. Yeah, was I grosser. told you it was like a weird sex scene. There was it so was... much tongue everywhere oh. on every surface. And wide oh. open mouth, and then just sticking tongues in each other's mouths. He was like cleaning her teeth. And apparently, they owned. Uh, yeah, <laughs> apparently they owned Hue lights back then, because you know everything's blue. Yeah, makes perfect sense. Moonlight just... is blue. I wonder how many teenage boys learned the wrong way to do it from this. Oh, do you like it when I lick your teeth? Oh, yeah, it's great. And there's like lots of like, like misses, like they're like, "Ah, and there's no like, they're just licking the air from both of them. Those fish that just had their mouths to go on close, open close. At each other <laughs> awkwardly. Gross. The fucking Tom Cruise Gross. went like full on face hugger on her. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of sick of these male posturing movies. Yeah, what? this one was pretty bad. Oh, Maverick. Male posturing. You're such like, a man. Like Last Boy Scout, and, you know, we're like big, strong men, and we're just going to insult each other for two hours. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. And there's no, there's no there there. It's like nothing's happening. You're just glistening in the sun <laughs> and telling each other how awesome you are. They were yeah. glistening in the sun and in the shade. They were <laughs> always sweating. <laughs> and in the shower room, hanging out in towels. Completely dry. Were they waiting to go in the shower or had they just finished showering and decided to just hang out after the shower? You know, like in the you towels? do. Like you do. We'll never know. 
Just just a bunch of dudes laying around in their underwear together. Just like yeah. when girls have uh, sleepovers, all we do is sit in our bras and panties and have pillow fights. And, well, and there's pillow, fight. pillow fights. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all the time. Did it, like... Anybody else notice this film looked like it was color corrected by a hipster filter where everything just had an extreme gradient of multiple colors? Yes. Yeah. And those were the best shots. <laughs> it it did definitely add some drama, but there was some, yeah, crazy. Extreme. Color. Yeah. Like the color correction has had fun. It's, I mean, yeah. the color correction is a s- small complaint next to the whole opening B-roll nonsense sequence that was shot on like a fucking eight millimeter. Oh, I love it. It was so I grainy. Love that. Yeah, but how do you get those shots? I don't know. They got a fucking ton of shots, and they all look great except for the opening montage. Dude, that montage is the best. You don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) Yeah, I was ready to sign up. I was was, uh, expecting more montages in this than there were. You were expecting or hoping? No, I was (laughs) 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 expecting. Well... Have they had that line in there where it's like, Maverick, he, he works alone or whatever. And it's like, no, he doesn't. He's never worked alone. There's a There's second like seat on that plane. literally always someone there. <laughs> literally always. Well, it was like his partner even had to remind him. He was like, I was there too when you did that really impressive thing. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We. And, and also, yeah. I'm going to lose this opportunity in my career if you don't stop fucking things up. Yeah. That, that thing too. Oh. <laughs> I... I liked Goose, and I liked Meg Ryan, but I felt nothing when he died. <gasps> I like nothing. literally was ready to shed a tear. Oh, I don't, am I a monster? Sam was just like, "No, Goose." I knew it was coming, well, and I was like, "Haha, he's gonna die!" And then I was like, "Don't die." <laughs> I, just, I don't know. I, I, don't I know. remember this movie differently. Like it was a training exercise. Like, it seemed so much more important to me when I saw this in the past. Yeah. yeah Goose maybe. died for no reason. I think that's why it was yeah. more dramatic for me. Like, it wasn't even something that should have gone wrong. And it did. It just felt like something that was injected into the movie because they needed to give Tom Cruise some yeah. motivation. Yeah. It felt forced. And it also felt like it came, like, way too late. I was like, this should have mm. happened, like, 20 minutes earlier. So, Goose's death... Is I can't remember the the tropey name for it, but it's the uh, it's the killing the the girl in in the backstory thing for the rest of the movie. Like it's mm-hmm. uh, it c- because this whole movie was the the Mary Sue movie. Tom Cruise is a Mary Sue. He's good at everything, no matter how much he tries to fuck it up. He does even better. And the only crisis in the movie is the time when he might have messed up and Goose dies. Except in the fucking court, they're like, Nah, dude. You're cool. You couldn't have known. And so it's just like the movie starts where he's the best and ends where he's the best. And there's no arc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's no character yeah. growth, I guess. I, there. I think what would have been good is like if they had more of a confidence shake, you know, like he obviously was overly confident. Um, and I would have liked to have seen more of a twist where he thought he, he was good. He thought it didn't bother him that Goose died. And then he gets up there and it's like up. Right, big problem. Yeah. Like he can't do it. They had that a little bit, but like they like in the him. end. Yeah, and they well like right after Goose dies, you know they like get mm-hmm. him back up there, and he didn't take that shot, and he like almost punches that guy. 
but but in the end too he's like all right i'm going and then all of a sudden he randomly is like freaking out again yeah it's like not character based you know it's all i guess i guess the growth is that he did stick with iceman and protected him Mm -hmm. as the wingman should even when tim robbins was telling him to leave he stuck with his wingman and then somehow still killed more than anybody else yeah (laughs) but i think that's the growth yeah even just even his whole like dad subplot like he started the movie thinking his dad was like way better so we had to catch up and then he had this like oh but he did die in an accident and then now i've had an accident that killed my best friend and then they're then they they were just like no 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 no, dude your dad was actually a really cool pilot and i don't know i have problems i have problems with with this whole thing it wasn't even like clear like what would have possibly gone wrong or what possibly went right with his dad's story. Like I never felt like I understood exactly what happened or what people thought, you know? Well, I think that was the point that people didn't know what had happened. And because he just disappeared, the scuttlebutt was that he did something bad. But I just wish we like knew, like, even if we didn't know exactly what his dad did, like what what exactly? Yeah, exactly. It was thin. Yeah. Also, um, I've got a pacing issue. Uh, every single one of the training sequences and the final fight sequence were filmed and edited in a way that, that conveyed the same exact level of intensity. There never mm-hmm. was a final climax battle. It was just kind of this flat thing. And then the difference was that the last battle was 10 times as long. So I don't. They okay. had weapons hot. Yeah. But <laughs> it like, doesn't help. It, I don't understand why you would like Mad Max Fury Road then, because that that is exactly my problem with that movie. Because at least in Mad Max, every single one of the scenes had some new crazy villain or weapon. These are the That's same true. fucking planes, also, yeah, the whole time. In Mad Max, there was a clear like goal to what they were doing and why they were was on there. It. They was there yeah. really? Yeah, to get back sure to the. They were town like, go from here to there, and yeah. then they were like, no, 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 go from there to here. No, but at at the end, the goal completely changes. Yeah, right, they had two goals. They got to there, there wasn't there anymore, so they had yeah. to make up a new goal. But like, you what's don't, didn't really know that? Well, what's the goal in Top Gun? Like, like a it's a clearer in Mad Max to me. The end goal. Yeah, I think that's the point. Top Top Gun was pretty unclear. Yeah, very ambiguous. Plus, Mad Max had likable characters. This is true. Did they? Come on, gu- guitar guy? I hate Guitar Guy oh, so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Don't even get me started on Guitar Guy. He's the worst part of that movie. No, the worst part of that movie is the guy who's like, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill you. Oh, I failed to kill you. Can I be friends with you now? Because I'm sad oh. because I wasn't able to kill you. Yeah, we've had and this the talk. Answer is I yes. really liked that guy. I like oh, that guy I actually. That. I like that. He guy, was yeah. he was the Tom Cruise or whatever. Like, but he sucked, and he he was the warrior fighting for his god. And when he discovered that his god was actually kind of a piece of shit, then was kind of like, oh well, then what am I doing with my whole life? He went through a whole existential crisis in that movie and landed on the opposite side of the fight line. Yeah, I saw that differently. (laughs) That movie. Speaking of the pacing, I felt like Top Gun was really, well, for me, kind of interesting at the beginning and then hit a 
huge lull in the middle. Totally. Like when up- they were at the school? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> totally. Like, teach us about naval air 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 combat you know yeah, or at least isn't like, that the point of the school to teach them about naval combat like yeah. or air combat like teach us the audience like what do these planes do like what, what like or like what are the you scene doing up there where charlie first shows up to give her briefing and then yeah just because he like showed off in the middle of that scene that one dude's like okay briefing over and you were like was it because i think she had more to say <laughs> like, <laughs> totally that poor girl had so much to say, and not a single dude would let her say it. She just got interrupted the whole movie. Which, I, I have to say, is probably pretty accurate Yeah. to life. Yeah. I mean, I guess they kind of were trying to teach us tactics in that one scene where they were like, she was like, you did this this thing wrong. It was like the simulated version right using displays that the audience has absolutely no hope exactly again we don't understand any i don't even understand what they're saying and then immediately turns it into the mary sue thing and chases him down the fucking road and it's just like i couldn't tell you that it was actually fucking rad like (laughs) (laughs) so how much if i tell you you're awesome they'll know i love you (laughs) how much cooler would a remake of this movie be with cg I feel like it could go either way, but I feel no, like- no. That's the one good thing about this movie is that they yeah, did I wouldn't, have I the real footage of yeah. real aircraft, real aircraft carriers. That was great, but it was confusing as a viewer to keep track of what was actually happening in the fight scenes. You know what? I'll make that trade. I don't think that that's the fault of using real planes, though. Oh, I no. think that's the fault of the filmmaker. But and I'm not, sure it was prohibitively expensive. To yeah, you get. don't always get the shots you want. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm almost positive that it went down the way that I said before, where they had one day where they had all the planes, and they're like, let's get as many shots as we can today. And they just tried to build a fight narrative around it. But like all of the shots I mean, were super close up. I really doubt that, just because of how expensive it would be to like have those planes. Like, I'm sure that they, like, choreographed that stuff and, and storyboarded it meticulously. If you want to talk about how hard it is to work with kids and children, can you imagine trying to shoot aircraft moving that fast? <laughs> yeah. Um, that They're not going to like, hit their marks. I think, there, I think there are more creative decisions that they could have made. Like, you could have painted one of the planes a different color or put something on the plane yeah. so that I would know that that's <laughs> Maverick's plane. Uh, yeah, I, I, I just keep thinking of when in the beginning of Force Awakens when Finn gets the streak of blood across the Yeah, exactly. Helmet. Like that's that was, what you wanted. Well, that was brilliant, right? Like Oh yeah, it was necessary. Exactly. And like we we have the same problem here where like I don't even if it wasn't distinguishing the difference between the all the good planes. There needed to be something to distinguish the bad guy planes from the good guy planes. Yeah. Because that's the, interesting. There was nothing. I I couldn't tell. That seemed plane really was what. clear to me. Really? Yeah. I mean, the the profile of a MiG and the profile of an F fourteen. No. The MiG had the the straight fixed wings, and the F fourteen has those wings that sweep back. I could not. I don't. <laughs> yeah. yeah it's interesting. Once in a while, I could see it, but like a lot of those shots moved too quick. 
Yeah, they're like yeah. moving way too fast. Even and even on that point, there was a scene in the last uh the last fight where I thought fucking uh Tom Cruise's plane got shot down be- before he took off of the boat because somebody had like a similar <laughs> helmet to him. Like they didn't even separate their own people enough. Oh, yes. Yeah. I had that problem with the helmets too. Like you can tell that they were attempting to make their helmets distinctive. And the thing that it reminded me of right away was look at Star Wars. And Star Wars does a phenomenal job of you cut to that cockpit shot and you instantly know who is who because the helmets are so distinct and unique because of color. But they went the route of making the helmets. I mean, they were distinct because of color, but they were also like they had elaborate designs on them and text on them. And it was like too much for your brain to process in like quick shots see i thought you were gonna go i'm I'm gonna i'm gonna i'm gonna contradict you there i mean in star wars you had gray and orange rebel helmets and then black stormtrooper pilot helmets the uh the team there was red pilot right standing by he has a red helmet there's blue pilot standing by he has a blue helmet like they all have different color helmets so in Top Gun, all of the good guys had different colored helmets and all of the MiG pilots had just that solid black right, visor. Right, which was good. But I'm saying I couldn't tell the difference between some of the between good pilots main people. Yeah. because some of their helmets were too similar and too busy for me to like huh. determine the difference. You're missing the most important thing about the Star Wars f- fights is that the the good guys all were slightly distinctive and then the ones we were supposed to care about got a flying frisbee. And the bad guys all mm-hmm. had the same ships, except the one we we're supposed to care about had a different ship. Yeah. Right. And that's that's a tough criticism to take because George Lucas got to design those ships. True. Yeah. That's why it was saying like CG planes where you could customize them and not like, mm-hmm. you know, ruin an actual military vessel. Yeah. But this was meant to be a very grounded in real life scenario. Yeah. Was this was this a real life film we just watched? <laughs> I think, I, I think so, actually. Yeah. If if it wasn't so grounded in real life, it wouldn't have been about a boring training school. You know, if you really wanted to make an engaging movie, it would have been about like war has broken out with the Russians and we're having real battles. Yeah, you know? actually, I think you hit the nail on the head there. Yeah. If you wanted to make an engaging movie, you would have done something else. Yeah. So on that topic, Nick, half like in the end fight scene, I looked at Brett and said, I want to be watching Battlestar Galactica right now where there's real world consequences. Oh, wait. And (laughs) there's another really good example of like, you know, there's multiple fighters in that scenario that are flying the same similar ships. But they they did a really good job at like distincting between, you know, pilots. I was never confused. In Battlestar? In Battlestar, Yeah. yeah. I don't remember. Did they even have helmets? I don't really remember. Uh, I I wonder if it has to do with the way they established characters in Battlestar. It was always one person in one plane, or if there were two, they were usually side by side, and they'd show a close-up and then go out. So you knew that plane flying was so-and-so's plane. That didn't really happen here. I feel like the answer is like potentially with better camera angle choices for like the the inside shots like you're saying or even like you know we see them getting into the planes and it's kind of a wide shot and you don't really see their faces 
You know, like what if we better established Maverick getting into his plane and Goose getting into it behind him with like close-ups? Is it because they didn't actually have the planes on set and they just had half a cockpit and a green screen? Is that why? That's literally what they had. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, I, I think it's a valid point to say this would have been a clearer story with with better camera angles, better framing, better blocking, all that stuff. But I think one of the impressive things about this movie is what they were able to put together with extremely difficult limitations. Yeah. They mm-hmm. they would have had very little time with these aircraft. They probably would not allow Tom Cruise to climb into the cockpit for real. Mm. You know, when so when you see the aircraft on the tarmac, they're always kind of walking away from it. I bet you they would not have let the actors in those aircraft. Yeah, well, but at the end he climbs down from it. That might have been like a, a section built for that shot. I, I, I take your point as far as like better framing of the pilots in the cockpit. Yeah. Because they can build sets. Yeah. But the the external air co- combat, they had to take what they could get. Mm-hmm. And so that's where something like Battlestar or Star Wars shines because they can get exactly the shots they want mm-hmm. at every moment. Is there a better plane movie where they shot that's with real interesting. planes? That's interesting. I don't know that I've ever seen another grounded fighter combat and the reason is and this is this is just me planes are boring guys <gasps> well planes aren't cool they don't move in like a, an interesting way they are just this thing that just kind of rotates in a fucking weird axis it's like it's like uh, this was like a movie made by somebody who was like really into model trains, and they were like, "I'm gonna make a train movie where the trains fight." And it's, it's like, "Dude, they're on tracks." Like, yeah, but they're gonna fight, and then we have all these fucking sick angles, and like this train conductor's like the fucking raddest train fight. It's it's funny you say that because Unstoppable is awesome. Tony Scott's movie about the runaway train. Oh shit! This is, is a thing. Fucking great. <laughs> Yeah. So here's why I think you find planes boring. So cars are on the ground and you can see shit whiz by and they have to dodge stuff. Exactly. Planes in the air, they do way cooler shit than cars. But the reality but the of the visual the of that is boring as yeah, shit. The visual. Planes themselves are not boring. But see and I think I think the visual wouldn't have been boring if if we understood what was happening better or there were better camera angles or there was like better technology like imagine the scene today shot with drone cameras that are like following the planes like you'd probably feel different yeah the problem with planes is that they're exciting when you're in the plane yeah when you're outside of the plane it just went by you really star wars Mm -hmm. space battles are amazing to watch and and it's it's not the fault of the static ship because they're static in Star Wars, the differences in Star Wars actually it's the CG backgrounds. There's really cool shit as a backdrop against the plane. So when the plane does cool shit, you have something to actually like have a frame of reference yeah. as to what's going on Absolutely. instead of mm-hmm. the fucking Windows blue screen of death sky background, like <laughs> somewhere over the Indian Ocean. Yeah, yeah. Well, they Boring. have like the Death Star in the background, or other stars, or a planet. And you're right. It grounds them. I also in wonder, space. like, <laughs> I mean, obviously, the people who flew those planes were very skilled pilots. But, like, it's 
far more impressive, in my opinion, to watch like the Blue Angels, but they're doing tricks. Sure. See, it's, maybe it's that would have even helped. You know? Yeah. I don't know. I had that exact thought. It was this movie was like watching synchronized swimmers. Something that takes amazing oh, skill God, yeah. and I could never do, but fuck, I don't care. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. You got to wonder how they like, how do they know that they're like doing it? Do they have someone film them and then they like rewatch the tape? Like, how do they know? If they're doing it in time. How do they know that they're flying a plane? No, the synchronized swimmer. Oh, Have you seen uh, that underwater synchronized swimming video where they flip the camera upside mm-hmm. down so it's they're all right side up? Oh, my God. Uh, you got to look oh, it up weird. after this. It's, it's awesome. Well, I, I have to disagree with you where I actually found the planes exciting uh, because I really like flying. I do, I'm too. Like the, yeah, I'm the weirdo that like on takeoff and landing, I'm like, yeah, I'm like so Bad into it. Ass. Uh, yeah, totally. But uh, there was only, there was one specific time where Maverick took off and there was a camera angle pointed back at the aircraft carrier over his wing. Like they had the camera mounted on the wing and he like did a spiral, you know, as he flew away. And that moment gave me the like a barrel roll. Yeah. (laughs) Where I was like, I was like, man, this is awesome. And I wish that more of it was shot that way. Because that gave me that feeling. I was also impressed by that scene. And mm-hmm. it was because there was other planes not doing that in the background. And it looked like they were doing something. I think your point about having a grand grounded element to like let you know the tricks that they're doing definitely is a valid one. A visual anchor. Yeah. yeah. And, and I'm trying to think of when we've seen fighter planes cool in movies. And I'm thinking of... The, the bridge attack in Mission Impossible 2, and I'm thinking of the bridge attack in um, um, True Lies mm-hmm. with the, the Harrier. Or the cornfield sweep in North by Northwest. Yeah. <laughs> or I, I heard it was terrible and I never saw it, but Red Tails might actually be cool as far as dogfighting. Oh. But I've heard the movie's terrible. Never seen it. It but, also seems like they're like extremely limited. Like I, I feel like to nowadays, like there would have just been GoPros like all over those yeah. things, and you just would have had so many different, more interesting angles to work with. Well, I forget the movie, but like I do feel like you might be right, Sam. Where the CG would have, I think the CG would have really helped in the cockpits, where they could have just placed the actors like on a green screen. Because I think it might have been. Force Awakens did this like cool uh, shot where they like went all the way around both people in the fighter pilot and they like did the sweeping camera move that you could just never do with like a real yeah. cockpit, you know? Huh. But anyway. Yeah, when you're filming from a distance, you're kind of locked into that one viewpoint. But but the point of those two movies I was thinking of where there's a bridge, it, it proves your point. You've got to have something else in the shot. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know? Airplanes attacking a bridge, there's something there to, to key on to. Yeah. I agree. So, yeah, I guess final thoughts on Top Gun. Well, I feel like I'm the most vocal on on this. I thought this kind of sucked, guys. Uh, I'm not afraid of being disagreed with here because I feel like it's a movie that a lot of people enjoy. But god damn, I was bored. Like, the characters offered nothing. The fights offered... Fi- very minimal excitement 
And then there was like this music that kept playing that was the same song over and over. <laughs> multiple, <laughs> multiple same songs and like, over and over. Sam, you you were here. By the end of the movie, I would I asked like three or four times. I'm like, oh my god, it's not over yet. Like it just wouldn't <laughs> fucking end. This movie sucked. I, I wish I could have seen the conversation where it's like, Tony, we only have three songs that we have clearance for to use in this movie. He's Use like, them all. Don't worry, baby. We're going to make it work. Use them all. You know what's better? The, that same song again. All right. You know what's what's better than this movie is the Kenny Loggins music video for this movie. Oh, God. Really? <laughs> Not by much. The, but. <laughs> anytime I think of Kenny Loggins, I love probably my favorite joke on The Office when they were like on vacation in Florida and Jim gets into the convertible with Stanley and he's like, Stanley's like, Play some Kenny Loggins. And he goes through the CD collection. He's like, here's some Loggins and Messina. Stanley goes, did I say Messina? (laughs) (laughs) I just love that so much. Stanley was a great guy. So, yeah, you didn't like it. (laughs) No, 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 and no. So having never seen it, that's your your feelings. Yeah, I don't even understand how that was a cool movie for its time. Like, I would have been (laughs) bored then. I'm bored now. So I had seen it before and was expecting a very good movie. And I have to say, that was a very bad movie. (laughs) I'm with you, Brett. I I will say, to give you some perspective, you know, I'm a little bit older than you guys. The F-14 was the king badass airplane to children of my generation. Oh, I was wondering why you knew so much about it. I was like, I didn't even know what it was. Oh. And maybe it's because I grew up in a town with a, a Navy base. Maybe. But that was like the soup that in the, um, what's the, the, the stealth bomber. Those mm. two were like the fucking most badass things to us as kids. Hmm. And maybe, you know, a lot of kids would have been into cars and stuff. I don't even know if that's like the age difference thing. There was a time in my youth when plain knowledge was a thing everyone was into and just not me. Yeah. But I think that was, that was the generation. So I think I was way more excited about this movie when I was younger and didn't realize that there was nothing happening in the movie. I just got to see cool plane stuff. Yeah. Now watching the movie, there's just nothing there. It's just Tom Cruise grinning at shit. (laughs) And then he goes to school. You know, that's about it. (laughs) He goes to school. The teeth lining up improperly thing has never been more apparent, though, than in this film. There did seem to be a few crooked teeth in there. Oh, I didn't notice. But there were like 40 or 50 teeth in there. And the, and the unibrow? Oh, my God. Yes, the unibrow. Fix that <laughs> unibrow, young Tom Cruise. <laughs> that was bad. So, Ash, what did you think of Top Gun? I, like I said, I think this movie is enjoyable in the sense that you laugh at it. And, like, it's best viewed, I think, with a group of friends that can just be like, what the fuck is happening in this scene? Why is this happening now? <laughs> why why are they playing Take My Breath Away again? Like, it's enjoyable in the sense that you, like, Mystery Science Theater 3000 it. Uh, why are they all hanging out in towels? Yeah, why? exactly. Like, that part, it's fun to make fun of it. But as as a serious movie, it's horrible. So... That was what I expected going in, and that's what I got going out. And, and at what point does this guy, who somehow works in both the the control tower at the school oh, yeah. and the control cat tower on the aircraft carrier both, 
not realize that when he declines permission for the flyby, Tom Cruise is going to do it anyway. I know. I Well, I loved to pretend that he was, uh, what's that doctor? Oh, Dr. Cox. Yeah, I just pretended he was Dr. Cox from Scrubs. I thought he was enjoyable. for a minute. Right? Yeah, he kind of looked like him. It would have been so much better if it was. So, Sam, you, you brought this to us. How it's do you feel fault. coming out the other end? So, is it technically a good movie? No. But did it deliver on everything <laughs> that I wanted out of it? Yes. And I liked it. I'm sorry. Yeah? I, I mean, it's objectively not a good movie, and I'll agree. But I still like feel like I want to fight badass airplanes after watching it. And in that regard, I think it was successful. You were super into the uh, uh, young Tom Cruise and his very high, high high-waisted underwear. That was weird. (laughs) Yeah, that was weird. So after seeing this, I just really, really want to watch Airplane. So I have never seen Airplane. Oh, my God. And I would like to see it. I have never seen it. Yeah, seriously, we got to do it. Let's just continue. Let's just keep going on the spiral. We'll just always find another movie to watch after yeah, because then after Airplane, we're going to want to watch The Naked Gun. Oh, boy. All right, so that's how we feel about Top Gun. Thanks for joining us. Yeah, uh, if you like this podcast, it's part of the Last Dash TV network of content. It's this show and a YouTube channel where there's a drinking show and a cooking show and video game parodies and more I just wanted to see how long I could let you keep going and how much shit you can pull out of your butt. Um, so I yeah. want some butts. <laughs> you, you, don't, some butts. you don't pull the shit out of the butt. Uh, like goose being ejected from an airplane. Uh, so you can also follow us on Twitter. We're at TV, And you can follow this podcast. We're at Let's Rewatch. And we will... Um, do polls from time to time letting you guys choose which movie we watch and Top Gun was actually number two in the poll so we did number one and number two this time <laughs> so many poop jokes if you liked our podcast please 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 tell your friends and give us a review on iTunes Libsyn or Google Play Music or skyride it with an airplane jet oh that would be badass and then Tweet it to us. Yes. Or skywrite it with goose blood. Oh. <laughs> don't do that. That's bad advice. You, you don't skywrite with goose blood. You just smear it on the, the window above you. <laughs> <laughs> so keep your subscriptions all up to date. We'll be doing this again in another two weeks. So join us for another episode of Let's Rewatch. And next time we're going to watch Larry the Cable Guy, Health Inspector. Is that a real movie? That's a real fucking movie. <laughs> Wow. I'm going to use DeVito on that. DeVito. <laughs>